Episode 2, The Name Game. Welcome back to Salt and Rock. Today we're going to talk about why we name this Salt and Rock. Matthew 5, 13. You are the salt of the earth, but what is what good is salt if it has lost its flavor? Can you make it salty again? It will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. So we've been called to be salt. And as we were sitting here talking through uh, what we wanted to do, we we said we're salt. We've been called. Everybody's been called. Whether you're a pastor, a preacher, a teacher, a welder, a mechanic, you work in an office, you work on airplanes, you build parts, whatever. We're all called to do something. There's been debate over the years on whether you can live in a calling outside of clergy. I personally believe that God has ordained your life. So it's not just I teach in Sunday school or I preach from the pulpit I think as humans, as Christians, we're called to be salt to the earth, and we have a calling that we're supposed to minister to people. Right, I do. In everything we do. Right. A good friend of ours uh, wrote a book called Kings and Priests, and basically it breaks you down to you're one of two things. You are either a king or a priest. That's it. Okay, yeah. Two choices. And as a priest, you minister uh, to spiritual needs, through a church position, everybody else is a king. Okay. Um, as a king, you work in a in the public sector, or the private sector, whatever, but you serve a role that you are providing a need of a different sort. But okay. in his book, he lays out how you, as a king or a priest, both have roles roles in the spiritual world. So even as a king, you're still called to be salt. We all have a calling. As salt, I think a big part of that is... We have to know how to be salt, and that comes with foundation. Yeah. So um, the next scripture that we're going to hit, and then we'll go back into in in a little bit more depth, but um, we're going to hit both scriptures, and then we're going to kind of tie them together a little bit and have a little bit more discussion there. So There was one other scripture, uh, Mark 9, 49 and 50, for everyone will be tested with fire. Salt is good for seasoning, but if it loses its flavor— How do you make it salty again? You must have the qualities of salt among yourselves and live in peace with each other. So it kind of ties back into Matthew, because if it's it's not in us, then how are we going to put it out there to everyone else? Right. You know? So we'll cover the second scripture, the second half of of our name, Salt and Rock. Cover Rock now, and then uh, we'll tie them together and and go in a little bit more depth than both. Um, So for Rock, being knowing that Jesus is our foundation— um, means that we're grounded on the rock, we're built on the rock. And so we get that from uh, Scripture in Ephesians chapter 2, starting with 13. So now you Gentiles are no longer strangers and foreigners. You're citizens along with all of God's holy people. You are members of God's family. Together we are his house, built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, and the cornerstone is Christ Jesus himself. We are carefully joined together in him, becoming a holy temple for the Lord. And through him, you Gentiles are also being made part of his dwelling where God lives by his spirit. I'm a Gentile. I'm not, I'm not born Jewish. So that, that he's, <laughs> talking to, he's talking to me there. <laughs> right. <laughs> so Christ is our cornerstone. So for those of you who 
don't have a background in any um, construction or masonry. Fun fun fact, um, I heard this last year around Christmas time. What was Jesus's profession? A carpenter. Okay, so that's that's what's fun. Right. <laughs> that's what's fun. It's going to tie that cornerstone back into carpentry. Well, so here's the thing with that though. Uh, I heard this on Love. And I don't I don't know how valid it is because it's it's a matter of interpretation. The likelihood of Jesus actually being a carpenter very low because they didn't really work with wood in that era. Okay. In that area. So what they typically built with was stone. Right. And the translation that we have used, the word that means carpenter, actually means builder. And so we use carpenter because, as Americans, our we builders build. are carpenters, build right? Carpenters. Um, or architects, but we wouldn't have an architect back then because we weren't really building skyscrapers. So right. architecture probably wouldn't be the right word. But realistically, he was probably a mason. Right. And so if you look at the other references that he's used, he talks about cornerstone. He talks about good foundation, not building like, being built on sand. There's a lot of references that like masons, and I don't mean Masonic Lodge. Right. I mean stone you masons. Mean masons, people that are those who work working with stone. With stone. Right? Um, a lot of the the scripture references that he that we quote Jesus with are based on stonework. And so, like, I had this moment sitting in the car listening to this, and I'm like, that makes so much more sense. I know. Because he's not talking. I've never thought about it that he's way. He's not talking. Like, there are a few times that he talks about wood, right? He talks about a beam and a splinter. Right. But he talks a lot about rocks. And, yeah. you know, and so it's like, man, that makes a lot more sense. But, you know, that, it goes back to the whole, the lens that you're looking at. So, yeah, Steph and I were talking the other day. I said, what, you know, I was telling her to do something. I said, you're a daughter of a carpenter. And so my brain is, you know, definitely working with wood and, and right. doing things like that, not masonry or stonework or, right. you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah that lightens up. Yeah, so bit. it's a little little different thing. And so now that you've heard that, when you go through the Scripture, you, you see um, different Scriptures, and you'll say, hmm. Um, so in order for us to, to be salt, to live through our calling of being salt to the earth, um, we have to know where we're grounded at and— um, and we're grounded on the rock. Jesus is our rock. I like this because our daily life, we're not doing this alone. We're salt, and he is rock. He is our rock. Right. You know? I mean, without it, you know, we don't have that solid foundation. Right. Right? So when you look at the name of this podcast, you hear salt and rock, and you hear two dudes talking. But it's not its not salt and rock talking. I'm not rock it's or salt. salt. <laughs> it's salt talking. We're both salt. We're both salt talking about our rock, our right. foundation, so, our cornerstone. Yeah, so that's that's where we get that. So as far as salt goes, um, our hope here is to give you guys, um, well, to give ourselves, along with everybody listening, um, something to help keep your saltiness. Yeah. And, um, saltiness being purification, purifier seasoning, Um all of that aspect of, of being something that um, enhances to the world. You know, we, we should be enhancing Jesus' love um, with everything that we do. Through grace, we should be able to impart people with different things as salt. So, yeah. You've, you're looking at your phone. You've no, I was just reading the scripture again because it says <laughs> in Matthew 5 um, 13, it says, Can you make it salty again? And then as soon as you go back over to um, Mark 9, 49, and 50, 
it says the same thing in essence. Salt is good for seasoning, but if it loses its flavor, how do you make it salty again? So in two different chapters in the Bible, Matthew and Mark, two different perspectives, it's brought up that, you know, how do you make it salty again? And then in Matt, in Mark, it actually goes, you must have the quality, qualities of salt among yourselves and live in peace with each other. So in order, in order to get salt again, if you've lost your salt, right, if you've lost the salt that you, you were made for, then, or if you've lost your flavor, you know, it takes, you know, going with, you must have the qualities of salt among yourselves and live in peace with each other. So if you don't have other people involved in your life, then how are you going to get your flavor back? How are you going to get your salt back, the taste of salt back into your life? Right. Right? So it's brotherhoods. It's building a common bond between other men or for women, other women, you know, building that relationship with other people to help you build your relationship with the rock. You're in your cornerstone. So it takes people in a community, in a brotherhood, to get us back into flavor. Right. God, right? Or to keep us from losing flavor. Right. And so the the other thing that you have to remember, though, is that we're talking about Jesus' time. We were using salt for more than just seasoning. Right. You know, they were pu- preserving. It was a purifier. It was a preserver. So yep. so it was giving you sustenance for, for months to come, if not longer than mm-hmm. that, because you're preserving food. Preserving food. Um, you're... You are flavoring stuff, but you put it on wounds, and it would help kill the infection. True. Before right. we knew what infection was, we would put salt on wounds. It stung. It burnt. It hurt. Or it protected it. Right. <laughs> exactly. It gave it a new layer. Right. Right. So, and that's um, that's all, all of those things. Like we have a, diff, a multifaceted um, need as Christians to to touch people in different ways, and sometimes we are going to touch them in a way that it hurts. You know, sometimes right. sometimes we have to be that ally that stands up and says. Uh, you, you can't do that. Right. Um, ho- hopefully, most of the time, it's going to be, you know, a loving, comforting way and um, helping build each other up. But sometimes there is that chastisement. Yeah. Um, it's like being a parent, you know. Our our daily walk is, um, and I talk about this a lot, our, our daily walk is, is parenthood, whether we're being the parent or being the child. Um, <laughs> yeah. and, so true. And I, I make the joke a lot of um, parenthood, especially because we have a two-and-a-half-year-old, um, who's very strong-willed. So um, we we have a lot of Old Testament parenting where, yeah. it's, where it's like, you're in trouble, 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 you're in trouble. Um, I, I can't wait till we get to the, the Israelites point. were always in trouble. Right. I can't wait till we get to the grace part, like the, the New Testament God, yeah. where we get to say, hey, we're the dad, and we, we understand that you made this decision, and we're going to give you some grace on it because you learned from it. Right. Not we're constantly smacking your hand. Always. That's, that's the, the least fun. And I feel like um, reading the Old Testament and the New Testament, you, you see those two variations of parenting through through God. And um, they both ring true. Right. Even today. Like, yeah. You know, we talked um, earlier about uh, how long we've been more dedicated and how we've been growing a lot in the last few years. But there's still times that we're like... God's going to hit us with the Old Testament today. So, you know, um, it's, it's how it goes. But, um, but yeah. It's coming. But, right. So if we, if we focus on Jesus as our cornerstone, though, that, that will help us to build those relationships, 
to have those mentorship, to have those allies that will keep us from losing the flavor so we don't have to worry about how we can get it back. Right. Um, I like that you're using the word from last week, ally. Right. Instead of accountability partner. Yeah. I like that. Hey, I, <laughs> you know, uh, it's good stuff. It's all about so, connection, man. Right. So it's connections. Um, so, yeah, brotherhood, allies, salt, grounding yourselves on the rock. Um, it's all stuff that we're we're going to dig into. Um, I think next week, you want you want to go into the, the three friends that David had? I, I think we go into the three friends that David had. I think those are the friends that every guy needs in his life. Yep. I think that'll you be know? good. So, um, you we, think they know who that is? Or should we just wait and be a surprise? I think we'll surprise them. Just surprise, surprise them. them. Yeah. See um, if they can guess. It's not, it's not really... It's probably not copyrighted, but it's not. I don't a, think it's copyrighted. It's not a not necessarily our original idea either. So, uh, the good thing is that we plagiarize from the Bible every week. So, yes, um, that's a good place to plagiarize from. Right. I don't think you can get. I don't think you can get fined for that either. Probably not. Hope not. Get more graced from it. FCC, if you're listening, <laughs> just count that one as true. So, um, yeah, we're um, we're going to talk about David's three friends. We'll try, pro- we'll probably break it into three different episodes. Uh, we might have to break it into more than that, depending on how much uh, material we get. But um, one of the things that we mentioned um, in our elevator speech episode was um, how we wanted some nuggets. And a, a good way to look at it, the more I've thought about it, is kind of want um, just to be like drinking from a water hose, um, you know. If you may not get it all in your mouth, but you get it all over you, and you can look at it later. There's so. no waterboarding, right? Um, hopefully, we can get into in depth with some stuff. But realistically, we're probably going to try to hit um, a lot of topics and give you the ability to um, dig in and get more information on it. So, um, if you're looking for something for us to break down and, and get into the itty bitty pieces and um, spoon feed it to you, um, you may have to do a little work on this. I think, but yeah, um, you know pretty big overview and then um, give you some room for growth on your own. So, uh, cause in my experience, one of the, one of the most important things in Christianity is learning how to learn, right? Learning how to learn. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, cause you're not, you're not living a, a life um, with Christ that you go through the motions. You, it's a relationship. So the more time you spend with him, whether it's in word or in prayer, it's the better relationship you're going to have. And that is, Definitely true. I'm finding that out. You know, the more time I spend in the mornings with him, the better my days go. You yeah. Know? So prayer and Bible reading. Uh, I used to look at prayer as let's let's spill it and move on. And uh, now I pre- approach or I try to approach prayer more like a conversation with my wife, right? Um, as opposed to a conversation. Having a conversation. I talk to talk to my buddies, and I'm like, hey man, uh, don't have a lot of time. Uh, Got to get back to work, but. I need this, this, and this. And they're like, okay, well, you know, holler at me on Thursday. <laughs> I tried that with my wife. Right, no. <laughs> no. No, that no, won't no, work. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, both have their their times. Mm-hmm. Um, those conversations are both conversations that you need at different times. But the more time you spend with the relationship side with your wife, the better your relationship It is. Be. It helps grow. In yeah. all aspects. Yep. Capital yeah. A. Capital L. Yeah. Capital so, L. All the rooms of the house. <laughs> so, um, and, and our relationship with God's got to be the same way. You know, we have to invest the time and we have to have an intimate. That's, I was going to say that word if you didn't come up with it. I'm yeah, like, so, 
The only way you get to be intimate is to have those conversations, yep. and then your conversations go more intimate with each other. Exactly. Yeah, so definitely, um, it can't just be uh, lip service. You have to you have to dig in. You have to have the conversation. But yeah, so we'll go into David's three friends starting next week, um, and hopefully you tune in then. So sounds like a plan. Until then, I'm Blake, and he's Britton, and this is Salt and Rock. Mm-hmm.